What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Comcast. It's me, Ryan, giving you this week's Beer of the Week. This week's Beer of the Week is the Red-Headed Cheerleader. This is produced by the good people at Hog Molly Brewing Co. Brewing Co. to celebrate the coming of warm weather and freshly picked strawberries. The Red-Headed Cheerleader maintains the banana and clove notes of traditional Heffenweizen while adding a very deliciousness of fresh strawberries. The ABV for this delicious beer is 5.2%, a whopping 5.2%, and the Comcast gives this a rating of four out of five. Always drink responsibly, everybody. And if you enjoy the podcast at any point in time, please go give us a rating and review on whatever motherfucking platform you listening to. Um, if you want to support us in any other way, please go and buy some shit from us at thecomcast.com. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And as always, people, stay safe and let's get into the motherfucking show. everybody welcome back to another episode of the comcast as always i am your fucking glorious gracious host ryan and joining me as always as always is codina bobina brussels brussels hung over in half energy today welcome back almost no energy no energy today 30 30 energy cody said i have to carry him through the podcast because he sucks today being hung over as a grown-ass adult Fucking sucks. Yeah, I saw a meme that says, adultism is nothing but alcoholism, <laughs> depression, and anxiety. Yeah. Facts. You know what's even worse? Anxiety. You know what's even worse? The worst part about that? Anxiety for about about nothing. Absolutely nothing. About what? Your job? Yeah, you need a job. Your job is important. You need it. Is, is, the, is the job important to you? Maybe not. Some people do like their jobs, but it's like your job. Yes, you need money. You need this job. You don't want to get a new job, but it's anxiety about shit that doesn't matter at a job you don't like. Yeah. Because mm. when we're kids, we don't care. Because nothing matters. I want to go back to the ripe old age of four. Why? Because I didn't have any responsibilities. I didn't have to do anything. You can get at molested four years, at four, not at fucking 30. You can get molested at any age. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. In prison. Huh? In prison. You can get molested outside of prison. Do they technically call it molestation? Is it technically like rape? I get I get bothered all the time, technically, I'm being molested. What's by the, yeah, what's the definition of molest? Bother. Bother? To bother. Hmm. That's so, what I'm saying. I get uh, people less molesting. So Jehovah's me Witnesses are technically molesting me? Hmm. Huh. That's fucked up. That's what you want to call it. Did you know that you can sign people up to uh, get Jehovah Witnessed? I've seen that on TikTok. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. But you can just sign the list. So if you want to pull a prank on somebody, April 1st is our, eh. April Fool's Day is already over. Technically April 1st. So it doesn't count. But yeah, you can sign. You say April Fool's Day is technically over. Did you say April Fool's Day is over? Technically it's April 1st. Yeah. We know. I know. That's what I mean. Technically it's April 1st, but we just call it April Tuesday. If you're stuck here. in a different time. We just loop. call it April, April, I just call it April Tuesday. Yeah. Technically it's uh, April Fool's Day, but uh, we just call it the 1st of April. So it's more like cat shit in here. Um. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, me. You, you can sign. You that, can. That was me. You can sign people you ate. Uh, you hate to. Be, yeah. To be Jehovah Witnessed. I I ate that person that one time. And You're they Jehovah's Witness now. Do they come here? Huh? Do they come here? It. Uh. No. Okay. It is a fun. It is a fun fact though. All of my ex girlfriends are now Jehovah's Witnesses. Are they? Yep. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they saw just, Jesus after me. Well, they ain't been back to they ain't been back to my house ever since I stepped in dog shit that one time. So, or they just come when I'm not there and I don't know about it. But yeah, that old lady stepped in dog shit and um, ain't never been back. But she may have died, but I don't know. Yeah, because usually it's the old people who try to who try to get you, trying to make you feel sorry. Mm, I agree. Because the Lord, it's their fault. They bother people. It is true. Mm. They just want somebody to talk to though. Go talk to an old person today. It's National Talk to an Old Person Day. 
Spend, spend, uh, see, the reason why they spend so much time outside helping people is because um, they don't have windows in their fucking churches, so how are they supposed to know if it's daylight? Or oh, that is the main. Yep. Seventh Day Adventists. Did we ever figure out why they don't? I believe that. No, it's, no, what is it? It's Kingdom of, Kingdom of what? Uh, huh? What is it? Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven? Gee, I don't know. No, it's... Heaven's Gate. <laughs> no, not <laughs> Heaven's Gate. It's called the Kingdom... Kingdom something is the religion. I thought it was um, is the church. It was something weird. It's a weird name. It's kingdom something kingdom. I thought it was shit. They're always called kingdoms. Kingdoms of something. Kingdom of Ezekiel. Kingdom of um. No, I thought it was like what? The, no, it's Latter Day Saints, right? Is that right? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, Google Google box. Jehovah's Witness Church. It's kingdom name. of it's kingdom of something. Jehovah's Witness. It's just called Jehovah's Witness. It's just called Jehovah's Witness. I thought it was called the Kingdom of something. It probably is Universal Life Church. No, that's Universal Life Church Monastery is where I got my fucking. Oh, it's where I got my thing. You from. got it from a Jehovah's Witness Church? No, they they do every domination of everything. Oh, I'm pretty sure you can worship Satan in the Universal Life Ministry. We'll give you a fucking um, what's it called? A certificate of authenticity for mm. being able to marry somebody. What do they call that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I don't know. Preacher, pastor, um, a pallbearer. Nope. That's um, different. Decoration of war. Deco- <laughs> Decoration of war. My, I have um, no. I have no brain power at all. Today. Anointed. Um, Anoint. No. Um. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I had three beers earlier. I can't think. I had no beers earlier. This was like cash shit. I still can't think. There's a litter box. It may be all the cash shit. It's a good thing I'm not pregnant because I would get the disease right now. What disease is that? Um, the one that my baby would get. Was Cap it called? fever. Colic or something? Huh? Was it called? It's not colic. What is it? I don't know. The the disease that the baby gets. Smashed brain. The not know. good one. I don't know. <laughs> There's no good. There's no good uh, baby disease. The superpower. There, no. That's not how it works. Like the baby from... Uh, Cyan could have turned into Spider-Man yesterday. We seen a spider at the restaurant we were at. Oh, yeah. They went... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it did. <laughs> Sounds like a squid. Let's just be honest. Uh, the spiders don't fucking... <laughs> at you. Yeah. <laughs> so talk about your trip from yesterday while you're so... <sighs> like I said, being an adult hungover is not fun. It's way worse. Okay, you can still talk, you know. Yeah. I you don't have to act like you're sitting in a recliner and be all fucking depressed and grandpa-ish. I'm not being depressed. I don't feel good. You're fine. <laughs> That's what it is. Actually, speaking of being hungover, um, shout out to BioSteel Electrolyte Drink because you're way better than Liquid IV. I don't support Liquid IV anymore at all once I found this. It's called Bio... For all those of you that do get hungover, you need some kind of like hydration drink mix. Go to CVS. I got it at CVS. It's right next to like Liquid IV. It's called BioSteel. Uh, BioSteel electrolyte mix. Um, Liquid IV puts like six grams of fucking sugar and sucralose in their shit, I'm pretty sure. And BioSteel only uses stevia and no like preservatives. Liquid IV actually has like preservatives in it and stuff like that. I get a Gatorade Zero. The berry is delicious. But BioSteel is a good fucking brand, especially if you're needing to hydrate yourself. I felt so much better after that. Pedialyte. So I, I poop on Liquid IV. Shout out to BioSteel. You poop. Oh. Yeah. You should. You don't like it. Yeah. That makes sense. Poo-poo on Liquid IV. Poo-poo on Liquid IV. Yeah, so Cheyenne and I, we went to we went to a winery uh, just as kind of like a day trip, just going out and having fun for the day. It was We weren't doing anything. Um, so just, just some fun time for us. So we went to a winery that we never, we never been to. Um, and it was very, really fun. They, they had really good selection of wine. I actually bought a bottle because it was so, so amazingly good. Uh, to be honest with you, they, uh, actually had persimmon wine and I've never had a persimmon wine before. It's a very distinct taste, but they aged this one in Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace whiskey Buffalo barrels. Trace whiskey barrels. <laughs> so they, they actually aged this one for two years in Buffalo Trace whiskey barrels, so it had like a dark hue to it. It is amazing. Um, 
So the winery is Owen Valley Winery that we went to. It was quite a, it was a little bit of a drive, but um, had a really good time there. And then we went to this pizza place that also had like a self-serve tap room. And we went there, ate pizza, drank beer. Cheyenne had three mugs of beer at this pizza place. But it's a self-serve tap room. They give you like a little card and it's attached to your credit card or whatever. And you just put it in this slot, pours it by the ounce. I love self-serve tap rooms. I really do. Yeah, the first one we went to was in uh, Franklin. Yeah, Franklin, Indiana. Yep. But um, I don't remember what it was called. Um, it's called Old Downtown Beer Hall. Is that what it was called? That's what it's called. But, um, so we basically had pizza, and then that's where she seen the spider crawling on the wall, and <laughs> she seen the spider crawling on the wall, and she killed it with her, uh, marinara cup, marinara cup, <laughs> and then we went to, uh, a speakeasy that opened up here in town, and it was really cool. The drinks were very expensive. <laughs> they, uh... Uh, the bill was for three people was like one hundred and seventy dollars, <laughs> and we each had like three drinks. They're very good cocktails, but I mean, one hundred and seventy bucks for like nine drinks, nine to ten drinks is a lot of money, dog. A lot, a lot of money, dog. But uh, we had a good time. It was fun there, and then um, and then we were just like. Oh, do you guys want to do anything else? And I wanted to go home because we had been out and we had been drinking all day long. And when you're 30, when you get to like 25 and you go out and drink all day long, you're not bouncing back very fast. Cheyenne is still laid up in bed <laughs> right now watching the new season of uh, Call the Midwife. Just not even, just not even functioning. Just existing right now. Yeah, just existing. Um... So then we decided to go to another tap room next to our place and stayed there for a couple hours and drank more beer and then that we did not need at all. No, but you me. know, uh, alcohol lowers inhibition and just uh, fun fact: look, alcohol lowers inhibition, so you can so you get real brave to do things, and also it also lowers your inhibition to know when to stop drinking. Mm -hmm. So so then uh, came home. And for those of you who don't know, I am an eater when I drink. I'm one of those drunk eaters that just eats ungodly amounts of food when they're when they're drunk. You're like one of them college white girls with, with cheese fries at the table. Yeah. No, no. So, so I basically, <laughs> I basically made a plate consisting of leftover pizza from. Yeah, this fucking from the day homemade before. concoction. Yeah, from this monstrosity. So I made. So I had a couple of slices of pizza that we had from that from yesterday um, left over. I had that on a plate, and I had um, a giant slice Cheyenne made a, like cornbread, but it's like spoon bread. So she made cornbread. I had a giant slice of that on the plate, and then after I heated all that up, I threw a pile of popcorn <laughs> on it, like the skinny pop stuff. Yeah, I threw a pile of popcorn on it. And I didn't remember it hardly at all. I remember eating it now, but I fell asleep with the plate, like, on top of me in a recliner. Very sad. Very sad story I'm telling right now. The definition of a garbage plate. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Anything you have in the fridge. Yeah. So, we had fun. Yeah. All in all, we had fun. Now, I, I feel like absolute fucking garbage today, and it makes me regret drinking ever. I feel great. <laughs> You you didn't do what we did yesterday. No, I didn't. But I tried to help you with your shit of how to feel better. And you kind of took my advice, but whatever. Um, what? About, like, probiotics and stuff like that. Okay, great. Fine, Debbie Downer. <laughs> Mr. Garbage Flake. Mr. Cornbread and Pizza. Popcorn. Pizza, popcorn, this cornbread. This just goes to show why everybody loves alcohol. It makes you feel great. Yeah, it makes things taste good, too. Even though they're not supposed to be mixed together. Well, I have a story. Um, I didn't get to talk about it last week because we were reading. Cody was reading the FSM. Um, which, which let us know how you guys like that, actually. Uh, like, let us know. Let us know if you liked it on the Facebook page. Make a comment, something like that. Or it, don't. It's whatever. That's fine. We don't care. But I mean, saying. I wasn't really that into it, but then once we read it, 
the the chapter we were the ending chapter we were on about the pirates is great. You're welcome. So I enjoyed it. Which with the episode next week will actually wait two two episodes from now we'll be continuing the book on into a new chapter. So look it'll, be, it'll be next episode. Yeah, next episode. So look forward to that. Yeah. Which will be gone. So it'll be pre-recorded, but no big deal. No big deal to you guys. We'll be in Florida. Yep. We'll so, be going on a vacation, and I'm so ready to go because it's April yep. in Indiana. So we can get drunk, and then Cody can be like this every day, all day long. I do not plan on getting this bad at all. Nope. I plan on knowing where my line is and drawing it. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm tired of Indiana weather right now. It's 45 degrees, and it's April, which is stupid. I hate it. And in Florida, it's like 80 right now, mm-hmm. and sunny, and it's it's all just a bunch of adult bullshit. Yeah. So what does it all even mean? Nothing, nothing matters. We already know that. Uh, so last week, last I don't even know when it was last Friday or something like that. I ended up on my way back home. I ended up stopping at a restaurant in my hometown at a bar, and I ended up. I never, I never go there. I usually get carry out, which is a very strange thing because the ladies didn't know what to expect to work there. So just in case, it, and there's probably some people also like this. If you go to a certain place all the time and they expect you to do this one thing, they're like, "Oh my God, you're doing this, you're doing that." And I think I don't know if you mentioned it on here. I know you talked to me because I used to go there once a week. And the ladies thought like I committed suicide or something, or something happened to me. They you go, thought, you go they to thought this, I died because I didn't go there for like a month and a half. You, you go to this restaurant so much that when Cheyenne and I went, just um, when Cheyenne and I just went there for dinner because I also enjoy the restaurant. They literally asked how you were. Yeah. When they start to ask you like your personal things, there's a problem. Yeah. Anyway, I went to this place and I went to the bar and I ended up having uh, three beers and three cocktails. And when I was sitting there, there's always a belligerent guy that always comes in there. He's always shit faced when he goes in. And he's shit faced when he gets there. He's shit faced when he gets there, and then he has a two drink minimum. They won't let him go past two drinks. Wait, <laughs> so, he actually has a drink minimum. Yeah, he has a drink minimum. Only two. They won't let him drink anymore. Uh, that usually when people set limits, that means there's a past. Story there. Well, I'm I'm sure there is because he comes in fucked up, so they only give him two drinks. But he's always there, and he's really annoying. And I sat like two chairs away from him, and I was like, "Fuck, this guy's gonna be annoying" because he always talks to you about stupid shit. He'll see something on the TV, and he'll fucking be like, "Oh yeah, this, that, that," and then I'm just like, I wasn't even paying attention. I don't really fucking know. Anyway, he was sitting over there being obnoxious and noisy, and I was like, minding my own business. And this other guy comes up and sits beside me, and I found out later that he's a fucking history major. Well, we're sitting there and we're drinking and, you know, they're talking and they, they look at the TV and then like the president of Ukraine is on there and they're talking about him and all this shit. And the next thing I know, these two are fucking arguing about Nancy Reagan and this, this history major, this dude is saying how Nancy Reagan is a fucking, it's a slut. He goes, yeah, that Nancy Reagan, she's a slut. And this dude, this a drunk guy over here is losing his fucking mind because he can't believe what this dude is saying. He's calling Nancy Reagan a hoe, Nancy Reagan a slut. Is the other dude that he's talking to sober? It's the drunk guy. Oh, okay. It's the history major and the drunk guy. Yeah. They're two different guys. And they're sitting I there. I thought it was the same dude the first time you told me this story. No, it's. A, I a, thought the drunk guy was. A it's history the shit face guy and the fucking history major, okay. and then me. It goes me, history major, drunk guy. We're all sitting in, at the bar in the, the three, in a line. The three stooges. Anyway, he's shouting all this shit about Nancy Reagan being a hoe and being a slut and fucking all these dudes and all this shit, and he's just completely rocking this guy's world because it's like this dude's a, a over middle age. He's probably sixties or so. Maybe even older, and he's just like these are people that he looked up to when he was a kid, and it's all this shit that people that he grew up with, um, and he's just shocked. And then he starts talking about John F. Kennedy, and he's like John F. Kennedy, and he's like, "Don't you say nothing bad about John F. Kennedy? He was a great man." And the guy, the guy was like, "Yeah, he's a great man." He's like, "But he fucked a lot of dudes." <laughs> Which I don't know how this got started. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was John F. Kennedy. He's like, he was with 
The drunk guy was like, he was with uh, Marilyn Monroe. And he's like, that was a fucking cover. What are you talking about? And I was like, let's... And I, I turned to them both and I was like, all right, all right, And I was like, let's just say that John F. Kennedy was bisexual, all right? And this guy looks at me, he's like, you know what I'm talking about? And slaps me on the back really fucking hard. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm not trying to get in this, any of this shit. I'm just trying to like settle the peace. Anyway, that the drunk guy ended up, uh, he's like, well, if you can, if you want to be a real man, you take a shot of Jack Daniels. And that guy's like, I'll take a shot of Jack Daniels. I don't give a shit. And he's like, well, what are you normally drinking? He's like, crown. And he's like, this is, this is a hometown bar feel. If nobody's ever heard a story like this, this is a hometown fucking bar type bullshit. But the thing is, this is a fast food franchise. It's not a fast food, but it's a franchise. It's a franchise. It's a chain restaurant. It's not Applebee's or shit like that, but it's pretty close. Um, but way better now. He wanted him to take a shot of Jack Daniels, so he's like, "I'll take a shot of Jack Daniels." So they poured him one. He took it, stood up, and was like, "Called that fucking old man a pussy." <laughs> he stood up, took that shot, called that old man a pussy, and um, I mean, I thought he had a two drink minimum. He he does no the, he the old guy bought the young guy a shot. Oh okay. The old guy bought the he's like, well if you can uh, if you just drink Crown and take a shot of Jack Daniels we'll be a real man. And he was like, I'll take a shot of Jack Daniels. I don't give a shit. And he took one in this. I'll tell you right now, Jack Daniels is probably one of the worst whiskeys out there. I know, but he took one. Gross. <laughs> and he turned to me. He's like, he's like, I'll take a shot of Jack Daniels. And I was like, if it's fucking free, I'll drink it. So he ended up buying him one and called him a called him a pussy after he took it. And that old guy was sitting there, and he's like, there's not a lot of people that rock my world or something like that that I get shook by. He's like, but you really shook me when you started talking about John F. Kennedy and Nancy Reagan. And he's like, she's a hoe, and Nancy Reagan's a hoe, and John F. Kennedy was bisexual. I don't know what to tell you. He's like, that's what you get for being a history major. And I was like, whatever, man. But I'm howling laughing the entire fucking time. I had a good time. I did not plan on staying there that long. I was going to get something to eat, have a couple drinks, and leave. But they ended up fucking arguing and all kinds of shit. And I Did met they a, know each other? Fuck no, they didn't know each other. But they're both hollering at people from across the bar and all this shit. I'm laughing. They, I was drinking Crown at the time too. And everybody's what like, oh, you're in the week. Or was this a weekend? I, it was a Friday. Yeah. Friday after work I went. Was it packed? Yeah, it was fucking packed. But they don't give a shit. They're yelling across the bar. So they see somebody that they've seen before. And they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, fucking yelling all the way across the bar. And I was drinking Crown too, and they're like, "Oh, you drink Crown too?" And of course, you drink the uh, same goddamn thing. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're my best fucking friend." And some lady come down from the bar, and you're like, she's like, "You drink Crown?" She had a mullet. She <laughs> she come from the other end of the bar to talk to me. It's like, "Oh, you drink Crown? How you drink it?" And I was like, "Well, I'm drinking it on the rocks right now." She's like, "Oh, okay, nice to meet you, bud." And then <laughs> went down to the other end of the bar. Um, yeah, full blown mullet, good mullet too. It was a nice one, nice and kept. Good ass mullet. But anyway. That's a good-ass mullet. So apparently Nancy Reagan's a hoe. And I did not know that. I knew it. How did you know? Everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. Really? Everybody knows that. Do you know John F. Kennedy fucked dudes, too? John F. Kennedy do whatever he wanted. He ain't got no face no more. (laughs) Well, he has a face. He just doesn't have a head. No, he doesn't have a face. Half a... He doesn't have a face. JFK, half a face. Yeah. So, yeah. There's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Cheyenne told me, it's a shame what happened to him. He was really pretty. <laughs> Swear to God. They got him on the grassy knoll, man. That's how they get you. Not no, paying attention. Wow. They, they Half got you face. from the observatory. Oh, I mean, we can get into it, but we don't have to get into it. Who the fuck knows? Who knows what happened to you him? You know who killed JFK? I'm not going to say AIDS. Biden. <laughs> if, they didn't get, if they didn't get fucking... If AIDS didn't get JFK, they, they would have fucking got him. Fucking but that's the thing. Like, when you think about it, it that, Joe Biden that it. wasn't that long ago. So you could, so people could just blow a half a man's face off and nothing really happened. No, they blow, blow. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But like. That's like still like a conspiracy. That's a, still a conspiracy. Yeah, like the whole that. the whole nine eleven is because he con- wasn't even that good of a fucking sniper. No, and he hit him going like thirty five miles. It's like an unheard of shot. But like nine eleven is still a conspiracy. It's and literally it, an unheard of shot, and it's just like how the fuck did he do it? Maybe it's just an accident, a happy accident, like Bob Ross says. It wasn't an accident. Obviously, he did it, but or he might have. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't. I don't know. It's a conspiracy theory. I've watched. I've watched shows about it. 
I've watched shows about it. It's like he would have to, like they've done research, like the wind was blowing. They were going 35 miles an hour. It, it was like a mile or like half a mile away or a quarter mile away or 200 yards, however many hundreds of yards it was. Um, and he would, that that rifle's range is only good up to like that. Like it's at its peak of like accuracy at that range. Like it's outside of that peak at that range. Like that's as far as you could be like accurate with it historically from experts. And I'm like, I mean, you could be, accurate. maybe this is just like a happy accident. You can be accurate, but it takes more than one shot. Yeah. And he shot, I don't even know. He shot three times or something. Yeah. Shot the first one, missed. Second one, hit him in the shoulder. Third one, fucking Anybody blew his goddamn that? head off. Anybody hear that firework? Yeah, I heard it. Oh, the, there it is again. A crazy thing. Well, boom. Like, that's, that's the thing you hear about it. And, like, you don't, you watch the video, but it cuts off. And then you actually get, like, the, uh, the like, the, the actual footage that everybody fucking saw. Mm-hmm. And, like, his fucking head split in half. And I like you. It's like uh, Kevin Bacon off of that uh, R.I.P.D. movie when his head splits in half. It's like that. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. But like, and you just like, the, the, I don't know. But the state of shock, whatever his wife's name was, like she's just like Karen, Karen Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> but like she's just like trying to put his head back together, like Humpty Dumpty. This is JFK. Yeah. Hey, if that ain't fucking love. I don't know what is. You're trying to put your fucking husband's head back together. Yeah. Like a fucking Play-Doh set. They got hit in the shoulder, but like he's fucking, he's dead. Maybe it was a plot from her. Maybe she's fucking with him. After she, maybe she's sitting there thinking he's Pac-Man going walk, 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 walk with his fucking brains. What the fuck? What? With his brains, dude. You're blowing my mind right now. Not very people blow my mind, but you just blew my mind. Not very many people going to blow my mind and make me shook or woke or whatever it's called. <laughs> shook or woke or whatever it's called. Whatever what you McGall. You fucking did it. Yep. Hmm. Raspberry tea tastes like a nun's vagina. Is that were we in college when that happened? Yeah. Was that a that was Golden a, Gables? Uh, no, that was, was at Hooters. Oh, was it at Hooters? That was at Hooters, and that guy was way too drunk for a Wednesday. Oh yeah, it was Wing Wednesday, wasn't he it? He literally like grabbed our friend's wing off of his plate and ate it. A random stranger. He I goes, you going to eat that? And he just grabs I'm like, whoa, bro. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Tyler oh. Long. I'll never forget that guy's name. Tyler Long. Tyler Long was that guy's name. And his fucking Twitter name was Tyler is Long. Oh, yeah. He told us his whole life story and shit, basically. Told his whole life story. I'm God. telling you right now. I will never forget that guy's name. His name was Tyler Long, and we met him at Hooters, and he was drunk as fuck. Talking to everybody. And we were eating our wings, talking, having a good time, just minding our own business, and this drunk guy walked up, no big deal, whatever. Have a seat with us, talk. It's not a it's not a, really that big of a deal. But then he looks at our friend's wings and he goes, You gonna eat that? And he's just before he can even say anything, he just grabs a fucking wing and just Arr! just fucking rips the fucking thing off the bone. <laughs> yeah. And then he wind up sitting with us for two fucking hours. God, was I there? His friends left him. Was I he, there? Because yes. I don't really... Re- no, you weren't there. Was I not there? No, you weren't there. I don't really remember it. You weren't there, but he was there with his friend. This guy was there with his friends. This Tyler guy was there with his friends. And his friends left him because he went and sat with us. And he was so pissed drunk. His friends left him. Huh. Like, we looked over and their table was empty. And I'm like, what? They just fucking left it? He goes, ah, who cares? It's okay. I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> Whatever. I remember them trips to Hooters. It was like an hour and a half, wasn't it? No, it was only 45 minutes. Really? From Vincent's to, to uh, Evansville. Yeah, and then we had a buddy who was a diabetic, so he'd have to give himself a shot on the way home. <laughs> I remember Technically, that. he's not supposed to eat fucking fried food and beer. I'd, I'm, I still can't believe he's alive. <laughs> he died four times. He almost died four times that just year. Just had a baby. He did just have a baby. And I did baby. not know that I did not know that his wife was pregnant. <laughs> no. Shout out to him and his wife. Just Shout out. Shout out to everybody and their wife or significant other having babies. How about that? Or adopting babies. Or adopting animals or plants, whichever one. Yeah. Plant life. Holla. Shout out to BioSteel, electrolyte and drink mix. Saves lives. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Tyler Long. That Shout probably, out to Tyler Long. That dude's probably, he's probably dead. dead. He's probably fucking <laughs> dead now. He literally said raspberry tea tastes like a nun's vagina. Yup. Craziest shit I ever heard. 
It's one of the craziest things. The craziest thing I've ever heard. How about how about this? We were actually scrolling, getting into like movies that we've been watching lately. I'm watching that. Um, uh, damn it! What's his name? I was watching the documentary when you were when you walked in today. Oh, the um, pull, no, Jimmy. Was, yeah, Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile. Go, everybody, go check out the Jimmy Savile documentary. It just got put on Netflix. If you like true crime documentaries, go check out the Jimmy Savile uh, true crime documentary. Uh, the British like celebrity disc. He started out as a disc jockey and then just became a celebrity on the radio. Yep. And then started being like um, everybody loved him. That's the thing. But everybody started. The, but then they started like booking events and stuff. Like he started like booking events, and then he was like in the spotlight. This it's crazy. Like spoiler alert. If you don't want to, if you if you want to watch the documentary, go watch it. It's it's literally just called Jimmy Savile. Um, we talked about him before. He was one of the. He was a one of the pedophile pedophile. He was literally like the biggest celebrity. He was a Britain. disc jockey who got who got popular and got knighted, and then it came out that he was a fucking pedophile. Yeah, like hardcore, like hardcore bad. pedophile. Yeah, but a um, lot of kids. Yeah, but uh, no, it was from like the sixties to the seventies, sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties, and early two thousands. This dude was the biggest. Which is weird because I watched like five minutes of it, he and he was, was like a lady killer, bigger than sliced bread, like bigger than back pockets. This dude was in yep. Britain. He would have a spoiler alert if I'm gonna bigger talk. than Big League Chew. Spoiler alert if you want if you don't want to hear this part if you want to watch it for yourself and find out skip ahead about three or four minutes. But he would literally like take advice like the he would take com- company with the queen or not one of the queen but the royal family not the queen though but like the Prince of Wales, Prince Charles, uh, Princess Diana, um, and they would ask him advice and to go over their speeches. And shit like that on like, and they, he helped them develop a company policy for like disasters. Like when a disaster happens, they didn't have like a plan to talk about different things. He helped them devise their script for the Royal family disaster. Like when a disaster happens, what they say in this situation, this situation, Hmm. talk about to the people. Yeah. Literally helping the Royal family who have like advisors and people they pay to do this. He's just like, "Eh, I'll do it for you. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Hey, how does this speech sound? Oh, it's the Prince of Wales asking you if this speech sounds good. Yeah. A weird looking guy. When everybody liked the, the fucking weird straight. He kisses everybody's mom. Hair. He kisses everybody's mom. That's how they all do it over there. They kiss everybody's mom. He kissed everybody. Yeah, now if you kiss a boy, if you kiss a young boy, it's a different story, which is what he did. But literally it was like, oh, everybody knows he likes little girls. What? Huh? Huh? It's like somebody came out and said they're like, everybody knows that. And I'm like, what? What? This is like the 90s. What? What are you talking about? But it's um, when they talked about some some politician, some famous politician or whatever. It's like, oh, he can't. Oh, it was George Bush. Not George W. Bush, but George Bush, the dad. like The one that died? Yeah. He would like grab all these chicks' asses and like his wife would be like, so oh. Donald Trump. Yeah, he's like, oh, I told him he'll get in trouble one day, but he just keeps doing it. And I'm like, huh? What? It's like you just let him do it. Oh yes, he's just an old man. He's dying. I got let him kicked, touch your butt. I got kicked off the bus in high school for that one time. Oh, why did you just tell people? <laughs> they don't care. That was fucking. That was. How Can't arrest me now. It was twenty years ago. Hold on, that was fifteen. It was, it was about sixteen years ago. <laughs> sixteen years ago. If you want to come back on me for slapping a girl's butt in high school, and she's not the one that told on me, I was just being a kid. And she's not the one that told. She's on not. Me. The bus driver did. The bus driver snitched on me. <laughs> But that's that's what happened. The bus driver snitched yeah, on me. Kicked off the bus for three days. Three days. Mom was pissed. Yeah, she was pissed. Mom was pissed. She's like, "What the hell you do that for?" She's like, "She didn't tell on me." The bus driver did. <laughs> I was a freshman in high school. I was thirteen years old. Yeah, fourteen. No, you're like 15. fourteen. Fourteen. I'm fourteen years old. Come at me for something I did when I was fourteen. I didn't murder somebody. Just got pubes at fourteen. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Fuckers? <laughs> Fuckers? <laughs> All right, we're going to take a pee break. We'll be back. Hey, everyone. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about our official podcast store at thecomcast.com. Go check it out today, everybody. We've got everything you can think of from T-shirts, hoodies, stickers, organic tote bags, and even drinkware like coffee mugs and craft beer glasses. Go check it out today at thecomcast.com. Now let's get back into the episode. 
All right, everybody, I think we're going to jump into some news stories to end this week's episode. And just to let everybody know, we are turning three years old this month. It will be on the 15th, so next, this coming Friday on the 15th, this podcast will be three fucking years old. Happy birthday to us. Is that an inflamed nutsack? Urologist urges men to do this. It's an ad. It's a pop-up. Oh, why are we talking about this? We're talking about our fucking birthday. We're three years old. Oh. Three years of nothing but bullshit. Oh, we've been coming and casting for three years now. Goddamn right. God. What is it? April 15th? Our first episode was released April 15th, 2019. And we are christening that three-year happy birthday with another FSM book reading. Holla. Holla back. Uh, excuse me. Some say we've grown. Some say we. You know what you should do to same. celebrate our three-year birthday? Go listen to the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> episode number two. Maybe you should do a poll. Maybe do a poll and be like, "What? What is your favorite episode?" I think we should listen to old episodes on here. No, I don't want to do that. Just like I think we should listen to. I think we should try it. Just well, listen see, to it. like there is people that do like the end of the year thing where they do like. Um, like their favorite parts and, and and stuff like that. Maybe we could do like a poll to like do like your favorite episode or your favorite part. And then I think it's like they piece together like you know like a and you know over this year uh, we did this yeah. But you know what I mean. I know I I'm picking up what you're putting. So down. I take bits and pieces of episodes and piece them together, which that would be a lot of work for me. I mean I could do it, but it would take me some. Time. I mean, what else do you do? Uh, I work, sir. Sir, I work. We both do. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some new shit, my boy. My boy, my baby boy. All right, so first news article we got today. Uh, So a man who wanted to escape his family has lived in an airport for these past 14 years. Lived inside of an airport, which... Is that possible? This the... I, I think it'd be, he'd be I think he could pr- probably be pretty inconspicuous. People always have to sleep in the airport because they're waiting for flights. People have to, um, like, they have food there. They have showers there if you need a shower at airports. Like, like they have airport showers. Yeah, I mean, if you're part of the, the members club or yeah. whatever. They have showers. They have food. They have snacks. Bathrooms. A place to actually sit down and to, you know, sleep. And I guess if you, like, keep changing clothes and, like... Walking for exercise. Yeah, if you, if you like, change clothes, people will be like, oh, what are you doing here? And be like, oh, I'm waiting for my flight. You know what's funny? Nobody checks your ticket to go to the airport. What you mean? just walk into it. Anybody that can walk into an airport can just walk into an airport. Yeah. You just walk into an airport. I know. That's the thing, though. Like, he didn't have to pay anything. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, because we fly out of India or whatever. And, like, you can just walk in. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. You can just walk in and, like, stay. You don't, you don't have to, like, verify you have a flight. Right. You have to, like, this dude could literally just carry an empty bag around with him. Some people don't even carry bags. They just see. carry backpacks. Yeah, well, I mean, to get through one terminal, you have to, like, you know, to, to get to the terminal, you have to go through TSA first. And then it opens up to the terminal. So maybe like if he stayed, he doesn't even have to live there. Yeah, if it just stayed, if he, he just stayed there, doesn't go through TSA. Yeah, because you have to have a flight if you're going through TSA. Right, but no, you just maybe stay he in did. The, you stay in the main lobby. Maybe he did though. He had a flight, got past TSA, and now he just lives there. Yeah, you stay in the main <laughs> lobby and hang out. Huh. I don't know. So airports have long uh, have long been seen as a gateway for escape to get away from the day to day life and explore the world beyond. Uh, so this guy, his term escape, quote unquote, um, is actually venturing to the Beijing Capital International Airport. I bet it's fucking huge. 14 years ago, and he never returned. Like, he never returned after he went to the Beijing International Airport. So Wei Jianguo, a Chinese man in his 60s, has lived at the airport's Terminal 2 since 2008. That's he got the, through TSA. That's when the market crashed. He got through TSA. <laughs> he he went he went through COVID. Yeah, he went airport. through COVID at the airport. He's literally lived there in airports terminal two. Terminal two, like he got through TSA. He was at the terminal. Huh. So his reason for never leaving uh, was to smoke and drink without his family bothering him. 
And he just stayed there. He just drinks at the fucking bar. He, he drinks at the bar at the airport and smokes cigarettes. Where does he work? Doesn't have a job. Doesn't need one. So, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, there's also this, what is that? That's a tweet. So, here's a tweet on this article. It's from, who tweeted this? Uh, depths of Wikipedia. It says list of people who have lived in airports, and it's this this guy. It's just this guy. He was there for five thousand one hundred and ninety five days, circa two thousand eight to present time, thirteen to fourteen years. That's crazy. Well, a still still lives in airport, but comes out occasionally. It's like a Tinder profile. <laughs> still lives in airport. Comes what do you? Out, what do you? Feel uh, saucy what's, occasionally. Your, what's your hobbies? Uh, well, I like to go brush my teeth in the, in the, uh, airport bathroom. I like to smoke and drink without my family knowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's your, what's your favorite thing about life? Smoking and drinking without my family. Hmm? <laughs> what do you do for fun? I walk around the airport and then I come out occasionally, but I go right back in. So, uh, however, uh, so unfortunately Wei has decided that he's never going to be ready for that holiday to end. His holiday airport adventure to end. So she's just been like, no, nah, I'm on holiday. <laughs> what does he do? Did his family abandon him? He told China Daily, which is a news uh, news reporter, um, I can't go back home because I have no freedom there. My family told me if I wanted to stay, I had to quit smoking and drinking. If I couldn't do that, I had to give them all my monthly government allowance of 1,000 won. What? But then how would I buy my cigarettes and alcohol? So he just gets paid from the government. <laughs> yeah, he gets government money. He gets government money, which is $200. Uh, I guess that's Australian? AU? Huh? AU, $200. I don't know what AUS means, but it's 1,001. Yeah, 1,001. So he gets government funding. So he doesn't need it. He just gets... He just drinks at the bar... He drinks at the bar every day and he smokes cigarettes in the fucking smoking shack or whatever at the airport, hanging out with the fucking faculty there, and that's it. Yeah, but I bet since it's Beijing International Airport, I bet it's fucking huge. Like, oh would, yeah, you wouldn't oh, yeah. know if somebody still stayed there. The man makes one hundred and fifty-seven dollars U.S. a month. Huh. That's insane. Wei has also decided to give up on looking for work after he was laid off in his uh, in his forties. And struggled to keep a new job because of being too old. In China, man, once you get over forty, dude, you're old as shit. Fucking out. If you can't, if you can't work, like, like in a lot of Asian cultures, like if you don't have a job and you don't work, you're like a disgrace to their family. Now I don't know if that's one hundred percent accurate, but you have to have a job, obviously, um, a good job. That's how. That's how. That's how Asian cultures have become so industrious and their technology so advanced because they literally work themselves to death. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then they live in airports for the past decade and a half. Uh, so surprisingly, he doesn't have the longest tenure of living at an airport either. Uh, a Turkish man, another, this is another person. Another dude. A Turkish man. Uh, Let's Byron, not pronounce his name because we're going to fuck it up. Byram. Tapelli, that's pretty okay. easy. Moved to, <laughs> I guess it wasn't that. Bad. Moved to Atatürk Airport in 1991 for similar reasons. To uh, wait, his wife would let him smoke and drink. Yeah, and lived there for 27 years before the airport closed. He closed that bitch down. Yeah, but then he now lives in some something airport. Uh, <laughs> Sabiha Gokin, Gokin Airport. He lived at one airport. It closed down. Now he went to another airport. Uh, according to another news reporter in Turkey, uh, Tepeli left his hometown in Gemlik due to family problems before flying to Istanbul to find work. He looked to find a job at the airport after following directions for his bo uh, for his boss. He worked for a short time and has lived there ever since. Jesus. So, they don't get kicked out, though. No. no nothing's ever said them about getting kicked out, and this is a... This is Public knowledge. I feel like if they're paying money, then you can't kick them out. It's like going to a shopping center, but they, they, they're living there. Yeah, though. but people get laid over for two days sometimes in an airport. Yeah. So, and that's what I mean. It's so big, you're not going to know. 
But they probably see this guy all the time, and they ask him, they're like, hey, why are you here? We see you all the time here. He's like, oh, I live here. So, yeah. So, back in Beijing, Wei is often subject to police and security, uh, to police and security uh, as they clear, clear out where they drive him back to his home. They drive him back to his home? So, if they catch him, they <laughs> pick him up and take him back to his home. And he We're finds... taking you back home. No! And he finds a way back. He probably just walks So, back. that's what he means. I occasionally leave. I occasionally leave when they fucking force me. However, he says he he always finds his way back. Yeah. He said, I get expelled, lay low, and then I come back just like old times. At He's like a I fucking rat. My, <laughs> at least I have my freedom in the airport. This Do is you a imagine human the, infestation. There's a hole in the wall that just says Way's place. And he just fucking slithers in. And fucking, there's his airport. Oh my god. That's insane. Yeah. That's funny though. Yeah, so they do kick him out at least. They yeah, can't, like, because he gets to stinking. <laughs> he gets they to got, stinking. They gotta kick him out. He gets There's to a stinking. smelly Chinese man over here. <laughs> Who's that man? He looks like he's been here forever. Oh, that's way. That's, he has been here forever. Way. He lives here. We kick him out every single month and he comes crawling back. Somehow he keeps getting in here. He's like a fucking fart and he finds his way into the vents. You're like a fucking leaky fart. You're like a leaky fart. You find that's your funny. way everywhere. That's funny. Well, uh, rest assured, uh, Wei is not going anywhere. He's sure not, and apparently he's suffering health problems. Uh, can you imagine, like, if he starts dating somebody, he's like, oh, yeah, take me to your house. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. He still Welcome has a ter- wife. Welcome <laughs> to the terminal, too. He left his family so he could smoke and drink. You know what's funny? There's nothing know. stopping him. Why does he stay married? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. You know what's fucked up? Unlimited pussy. What if I told you? What if I unlimited Starbucks and McDonald's? Yeah. What if I told you? What if I told you that you had to quit drinking beer, or I'm gonna take your fucking, I'm gonna take your Social Security check every month. I don't. Get I fucking leave too. I leave That's called that. theft, sir. That's the thing. How does he get it though? Is it applied to a card, or does he Probably. sneak back to his house, get, bribe the mailman, and get his and get his fucking check the airport, from the government? You think the airport takes food stamps? Maybe he has food stamps. They on. have that shit in there, though. They have check cashing places. They have all kinds of shit in there. Maybe probably. they take. Maybe they take fucking food stamp points. Did they take food stamp food stamp points in fucking China? No, I, I mean, maybe not. Food, maybe they have government assistant like a like a food stamp thing. But maybe that I don't think I doubt the airport takes food stamps. It's an airport. I really doubt it. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just maxing off maxing out that credit card. I don't know, but you can. If like, he hangs out in the airport, he doesn't need much. Huh? He what? just hangs out all day. What do you think he does? He just fucking walks around. I'm surprised there's not more homeless people at the airport. Hey, sharper image. Apparently, you're fine. They can just get right back in. <laughs> hey, sharper image. Hey, hey, Crystal. How's it going? Sharper. There is how's no the, more. How, there is no more sharper image. How's the t-shirt sales going? But here's the thing. How's he live off of just 150 or a thousand? A thousand. He won? just eats, drinks, and smokes. But how's he live off of that a month though? It's a month. I'm sure he rash- That's when he gets the they, stinking. They they raise the he prices. He smells like booze and fucking but cigars. Airport food and drink costs way more than it needs to be. It may not be the same over there. Because, like, bullshit, it's a market. Yeah, it's a thing. I mean, yeah, but they may have, like... I don't know what it's like in Beijing International Airport. But they probably got all kinds of a shit. fucking like, Hershey bar costs 30 cents you at know, the gas station. You know he knows people there. At the gas station, a Hershey bar, you can get two for... Like, what is it? Two for three dollars? It costs like seven dollars to get a candy. They got bar. a fucking Chinese Dunkin' Donuts, and he's like, "Yeah, you got any extras?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're getting ready to throw these out." And he'd be like, "All right, throw me yeah. a fucking everything." There's bagel. a way to work around it. Throw me an everything bagel and some rotten cream cheese. I'll eat that shit. There's a way to work around it. And then he'll fucking it. shit on the toilet for a fucking hour and a half, and then that's like half his day. Yeah, half his day. Where's he sleep? Just on a bench. It doesn't matter. Everybody sleeps at an airport. Yeah. You're not gonna know. You just, the only thing you know is like. Because he smells like fucking shit. <laughs> See, I don't think he has like the lounge or whatever. Like he, the no, he makes two, he makes $150 a month. <laughs> he doesn't have anything. He has a coat. That's all he fucking has. <laughs> the same goddamn clothes. This is the same. This is Chinese man sitting on a bench with bags and bags of old food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he throws his shit away. 
Well, yeah, we That's got what I mean. Kids. He's got the hookup. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, hey, Wayne, what are you doing here? I, I just seen you last night. Oh, flight got delayed. Yeah. Two weeks later, flight still delayed. That's the thing. They Weather. Know. It's crazy out there. He doesn't Meanwhile, have, not a fucking he, drop. He's been there for 15 fucking years. 14. He doesn't have to make any excuses 14. Now. They know he lives there, and they don't give a shit. Oh, they just keep kicking him out. It's funny. It probably keeps their... I'm not going to lie. Unless something serious, like working in an airport is probably a very high level, stressful job, especially if you're going through TSA. TSA agents definitely probably do not take pride in their job. I mean, they do take pride in their job, but they probably definitely don't like it. Um, some might. I might be wrong, but it's a very high level, stress job, especially with airports. You have to be on point. If a TSA agent isn't doing their job the right way, fucking things blow up. And people get shot and all kinds of shit. So it's it's a very high stress job, especially for the man that fucked up my uh, waistband and my belt that went around went around my belt that one time and fucked my pants all up. I had to take my belt off and fix my pants. What? He, he Did he rape you? No, <laughs> no, no. It was bothersome though. He did it to you too. You had to do that too. We got a shakedown that one. I'm time. wearing sweatpants. I wore car. We were wearing cargo shorts. It was the last time we went to Florida. We were wearing cargo shorts, and we had, we had a shakedown, but we were just super fat. I didn't take my belt off. I didn't either. That's why he fucked up my belt, and I had to take my belt off to fix it. Oh, he like fucked up my waistband. It didn't fit feel right anymore. Still are fat. I uh, yeah. I actually the last time went the last time uh, we flew two we, years ago when we flew to the Dominican. Um, oh no, I had one spot, and it was just on my side, and he's like. There was one spot that's just on your side, so I can just, if you don't care if I just rub that, I was like, okay. You don't care if I just rub that? <laughs> well, can I rub your spot? He has to pat, he pat, <laughs> has to pat me down. Rub my spot. So he just patted me down on that one side, and he's like, okay, you're good. I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> because the last time, it triggered like five spots. He's like, I'm going to have to do a search on you. I was like, okay, but I'm just telling you right now, I'm fat, <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> your, little thing, your, thingy, your little thingy thing over there? It's flagging the fat. That's the thing. If you're fat, it like it shows like the pockets of fat as like <laughs> shit. So they gotta like rub your belly oh, and grab your titties. Must and, be cocaine. Yeah. So you and they checked our palms for like bomb residue. Yeah, they check our I'm hands. I'm like, I didn't wipe that hand. Well, they they I do their hands hand. too. So they yeah. got rub up rub up under my belly and up yeah. in my crotch and shit, and they wipe their hands and then wipe my hands. Does and I'm like, thing, does that thing pick up fecal matter? What the fuck? Because <laughs> it might. Yeah, and then they put it in on the machine. And it's like, oh no, you're good. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm good. I'm just trying to fucking go to Florida right now. I didn't make no bombs. I'm just trying to go to Jacksonville, Florida, the best place ever. I'm just trying to drink and get tacos. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Next next article we have. Uh, so the UK UK's toughest pub where people people got shot with crossbows and kicked sheep. Huh? So this is like the kicked sheep. That's the the headline though. Yeah, that's the headline. UK's toughest pub where people have been shot with crossbows and they kick sheep. Yeah, that's it. Pretty tough, eh? So this is a, uh, essentially this is essentially the toughest pub, and this is in in England, and it's in Manchester. Uh, so if you think you've been to some risky pubs before, then you might uh, reassess after you've learned about this old pub in Manchester that was once uh, described as one of the toughest in in all of Britain. Uh, it's gone now, but in its heyday, oh, <laughs> it was famous for people firing crossbows at each other. And kicking farm animals. Um, that's my wife. <laughs> that's what the pub looks like. That's what that like. That doesn't it looks even, like a fish and chips place now. <laughs> it literally looks like an ice cream shop or um, that one bit like a like like you drive by a, a small business and you don't know what it is and you're looking in the windows and you see the sign and you're like oh that's an interesting sign and you walk over to it and it's like nothing that interests you at all and there's nobody ever there and you don't know why it's open. That that's mm-hmm. what this looks like. Uh, so the pub used to be in the center of Manchester area of uh, Collyhurst. It was called Billy Green's. Uh, so the bar named for after a local boxer and pub landlord, and it uh, garnered a reputation as a pretty dicey place uh, for a pint back in the early 2000s. The truth is the pub had made such a name for itself that in 2004 a documentary crew from Sky TV showed up to film a show called The Toughest Pubs in Britain. They're asking locals to describe um, 
They were asking locals to describe what the pub was like and tell their favorite stories. As the show described, he, I wonder if I could find that show anywhere. I bet it's pretty entertaining. Uh, here we are again in the traditional British, British boozer. Why don't we call our bars cool names like that, like boozers? We're just here at the boozer. The we talk boo- normal. Okay, whatever. A local, <laughs> a local pub for, for local people. A center for the community, a place to meet old friends and mix with like-minded souls. Uh, so let's continue our journey with a trip to sunny Manchester. And if you dare, uh, to the notorious, notorious Collyhurst estate, the first drinker interviewed told the show, I call it, uh, Beirut. If you've not, uh, if you've not got a car burnt out, <laughs> if you got not got a car burnt outside your house in the morning, uh, you've had a good night. What the fuck? So they, I call this pub Beirut because if you don't have a car burn out your house in the morning, it was a good night. Yeah. So if, uh, if nobody burned your car down, then it was a good I, night. I'm guessing Beirut is a sketchy place. <laughs> Probably. So a man continued, we've been in, we've been in jail all of our lives. So fucking, so fucking what? You win some, you lose some. I've been stabbed eight times, mate. Eight times and survived. Like, what do you think of this bot? What do you think of this pub? We've been in jail our whole fucking lives. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I've been stabbed. You eight win times. some, you lose some. <laughs> Would you rather get stabbed eight times or shot nine times like Fifty Cent? <laughs> I've been stabbed eight times, mate. Eight times and survive. I think, I'd, I think I'd rather be shot nine times and live than fucking stabbed eight times. Because that it's Fifty Cent got shot nine times one time. This guy's been stabbed eight times. Eight times. Or he got stabbed eight once times. eight times. Eight different occasions. Yeah, eight different occasions. He got stabbed by one knife, eight blades. <laughs> <laughs> and survived. And he's been in jail his whole life, so he doesn't fucking care about anything, Apparently. bro. One knife, eight blades. One knife, eight blades. <laughs> yeah. So, one drinker really opened up, uh, opened up the tabs with his tail. The funniest thing I saw in this pub here was, um, a friend of mine coming back from United, which is Manchester United, and leads away, coming back from the game, they'd nicked a sheep off the moors. They took a sheep out of the out of its pasture and they brought the sheep back to the pub on a on a like a rope. They just brought the sheep back. They kidnapped the sheep from its farm yeah. and its home and, and and they brought it to the pub. They're like, there's a sheep now. We're not taking it back. <laughs> the farmer was like, what the fuck? I mean, you got it. What 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 good is having a sheep herding pig if they don't even fucking wake up and somebody's taking your sheep? That's a movie. Not not every fucking shit is babe. Could be real life. This place looks sketch. Like this well, just looks like the, a sketchy street. The, the window. The other side didn't because there's like an apartment building beside it. But yeah, that part does. So this other guy who was in the pub uh, kicked the sheep and his mate had a crossbow behind the bar. He shot the crossbow at the guy that booted the sheep and it went right through his arm. <laughs> Jesus. And he's uh, wriggling wriggling around on the floor. So you've got uh, so you've got like a sheep on the floor there and you've got this uh, geezer with an arrow in his arm. What the fuck? They talk so weird. That's the funniest thing I've seen in here. We all just hit the fucking deck, mate. It was just like so funny. It was like wow. Unfortunately, Billy Green's closed in the fi- in the for the final time. For the final time, <laughs> it's been closed before. It's like that other British probably the fucking wrestling cock or whatever. I've closed eight times, mate, and I survived every single one of them. But I've been in jail my whole life, so who gives a fuck? Yeah. So. uh they closed for the final time in 2011 and was bulldozed into a patch of wasteland shortly afterwards. Yay! <laughs> Whether that's a good thing or not, you can decide. Either way, it sounds like an interesting snapshot of the culture at Collyhurst during the time. Early 2000s in the UK. So they steal sheep and then somebody... Sh- he kicks the sheep. Somebody's like, hey, you don't kick that sheep! And pulls out a crossbow and shoots him in the fucking arm like he's fucking walking dead. Jesus. Yep. It's pretty crazy. That's that a pretty is. crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I would, I would shit my pants if somebody had a crossbow. I've never seen crazy. They kept the cross. Here's the thing. Out of all the things you keep behind the bar for protection, something you gotta hand crank. Mm-hmm. Like, hold on, I gotta crank this thing back before I can shoot it. It's probably already loaded. 
It's insane. Yeah. I've never seen anything crazy like that. I remember that one time we went to the titty bar. Um, in our went, went to the titty bar. What the fuck you may call it? The strip club. It was a titty bar. Strip clubs are fancy titty bars. We are went gross. to a dance hall. We went to a titty bar in With our hometown. With a pole in the center. And it, I mean, this place actually burned down, so it's kind of like this place. <laughs> it didn't get thrown into a fucking cesspit, but it burned down, probably for insurance money. But anyway, when we were there, I remember, like, there was a bunch of people who got in a fight, and we were trying to leave, and then all of these people come running out of this fucking titty bar, and are throwing beer bottles and all this shit, and trying to fucking fight all these people and stuff, and we're trying to get, just leave. Uh, that was crazy ass shit, and then we helped the, the we helped the guy in the motorized cart. Remember, get in the door. Yeah, and then we got um, bought drinks all night. <laughs> yeah, that was was that that night? Was that all same night? Maybe I remember when we saw a guy that we went to high school with, and he was drunk, and he was there, and he went to go pick up a beer bottle to throw it to just to be part of the group, and we're like, no, 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 and he's like, and he looks at us, and we're like, don't throw that bottle. He goes. Okay, and he just, like, set it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't throw the bottle. Yeah. But there's already enough bottles thrown. Yeah. I think that was the same night. What's fucking hilarious is that place did not care about anything. Nah. The first time we actually went in there, we were 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Sure did. We got kicked out. Because <laughs> we brought beer that they didn't serve there. <laughs> Who doesn't serve Bush Light? Yeah. They didn't, apparently. Yeah. And just just an FYI, if somebody asks you for your ID, you don't have it. Because <laughs> that's what I said. And then you have to go. Yeah, and then you have to leave, but at least you don't get the fucking cops caught on you. Yeah. Like, I don't have it. Well, you got to leave then. All right. Bye. <laughs> yeah. But there's eight empty cans of Bush Light, and they don't sell Bush Light. As always, we say on the show, please drink responsibly. Yeah, don't be a fucking idiot. Don't go into a place that you're not 21. Because we've done a bunch of stupid I shit. definitely, I definitely think... Uh, we probably shouldn't have been in there, even though, you know, we weren't, even though, because we weren't 21, I feel like they could have totally called the cops on us. I didn't go back to that last time I went because they had some fucking DJ in there and he had TVs, but he was like, it's, we're in a strip club, right? All right. Excuse me. Titty bar. We're in a titty bar. We're in a dance lounge. We're in a shitty fucking. It was called a, it was called a men's lounge. Uh, we're in a shitty fucking men's lounge. Okay. They got a DJ, and he has TVs on his DJ booth, and he's playing fucking Marilyn Manson. Who the fuck plays Marilyn Manson in a fucking strip club? Like, dirty, nasty Marilyn Manson. And they had the music videos playing on his fucking TVs on his thing. I think Marilyn Manson And then the song after that was some nasty fucking, like, metal fucking weird Marilyn Manson type shit, too, with, like, bugs and fucking creepy shit. And I got scared, and we had to leave. (laughs) I think it was his Dope Show song. It was Dope Show. And that's when he, like, has, like, tits in that and, like, swings a mannequin around with other mannequins. A pretty good song, but the music video's fucking weird. The music video, I mean, Marilyn Manson in himself is a, or, yeah, Marilyn Manson identifies as a man, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Well, Marilyn Marilyn Manson in his in himself is a character, very strange. Oh, character. I didn't I didn't understand a very Marilyn, smart character, but he's a very strange. I didn't understand character. Marilyn Manson then, but I do now, and I like Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson is he's a very, very smart, educated person. He is, but he is a character. Marilyn Manson for president. You know who else is the same way? Jimmy Savile. No, he's not. <laughs> but Marilyn Manson, I highly doubt, is a pedophile. Marilyn Manson makes out with his cats. Jimmy Savile makes out with Marilyn his Marilyn Manson doesn't make out with his cats. He posts a lot of pictures on Instagram about him fucking tonguing his cats. Faces. You can follow my Instagram? No, I just seen pictures of it. Oh, wonderful. I farted. Alright, we'll leave it on that note. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, Marilyn Manson for cats. fucking president. Alright, everybody. That is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. Hungovercast. <laughs> we could not do this absolutely ridiculous fucking crazy show without you. Thank you for three solid fucking years of service. We appreciate you. Like I said, we can't do this show without you. If you want to support the show, go leave us a rating review on whatever platform you listen to. It doesn't really matter to us. And if you want to help us even further... Go to the fucking store, thecomcast.com. Go buy some shit. We would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. We love the absolute fuck out of you. Remember, wash your hands, wash your motherfucking asses. Let's get out of here. Love you guys so much. Don't forget to go and join the Comcast Facebook group. Um, If you are already on the Facebook group, 
kudos. I love you. You're awesome. If you vote for my polls, you're awesome too. Um, but yeah, just throwing that out there. I'd like to grow the Comcast Facebook group. Let's make it something special. Um, a network of people with a, a, a common, a common, like a common thing. Common, common interest. Common interest. There we go. <laughs> I can't think. Um, think it's for the a group. Bridge. A group of people will come with common interests. Sharon and Karen and loving everybody and filling the ranks of the Great Pigmaker Army. So go join the Cupcast Facebook page. Uh, it's under the Cupcast. Mm-hmm. It's got my name on it. And Ryan's. Cool. All right. This was a great hungover cast. It went better than I thought it was. Um, all right, and let me know if uh, you hated the beer review because Ryan read it. It was fucking great. And remember, when life gets hard and life gets you down, you leave your family and live in an airport. Goddamn Because right. they won't let you drink and smoke, and you just got to do you. Do you in 2022. But, I mean, he has health problems, so he may die this year. But use lube because, um, yeah, friction. Raw dogs are for the young. All right. Love the fuck out of you guys. Milk that motherfucking pig. Peace. We out. Bye.